What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Grand Iron Takeover. This is your host, Rui Rosales. All right, we're gonna we got a lot of bit, a little bit to talk about today. Uh, last Friday, Deshaun Watson uh, met with David Cully via um, the the Zoom, and supposedly, I guess he just reiterated what he he not he does not want to be part of the Texans organization. He does not want to play here ever again. And uh, I guess their their shot to think that David Culley could bring him back didn't work. So also too I heard too that uh Deshaun's camp is frustrated with the Texans not even listening to trade trade uh talks with other teams and teams are are beginning to send voicemails with trade Offers to the Texans because they're not answering nobody's calls. Uh, and just, you know, just more waiting. But I just saw a video on his Instagram showing him working out. So that might be a good thing where, you know, he's getting ready for the season. He's willing. He's going to go ahead and play for us. We'll wait and see. We don't know if they're going to trade him or not. Um, it's just a continued saga of Deshaun Watson. And then two today. Uh, J.J. Watt signed with the Arizona Cardinals for two years, thirty-one million, twenty-three guaranteed, and he's gonna make about fifteen million a year. And I guess you know he said he wanted to get a ring, but I don't see. Well, they have a decent team, but again, they're one of the toughest divisions in the whole league with Seattle, San Francisco, and the and the Rams. That's a pretty hard division, so. And I just don't – I'm not high on Carly Murray. I don't think he, he – he's a decent quarterback, but I just don't think he has the the it factor. Um, I'm just not a believer of Oklahoma quarterbacks, really. I mean, they really haven't panned out. I mean, Baker, Baker, Mayfield, make, Baker Mayfield finally had a decent season this year. But, you know, both those two guys were both number one picks, and I don't think they should have been number one picks. But that's just my opinion. Um, and we'll see if J.J. gets his uh, ring that he's been looking for. So good luck to him. Um, also, too, I know that the Texans are, are looking to resign some players. Um, they're expected to resign uh, restricted free agent P.J. Hall, A.J. Moore, and uh, Fell Brown, the tight end. And P.J. Hall, the defensive tackle that, that we picked up in Wave Wars last year from the Raiders, played pretty good for us, you know, before he got hurt. So I think he'd, he'd, be, he'd be a good fit just because he would help in the Tampa 2 lovey system because he, he has abilities to help in the run game, and he also has passive rushing ability. And uh, A.J. Moore is, is a, a special teamer. He's like a gunner. He's one of the best special team guys we have, and you know it's good to keep your core guys at core positions on on certain aspects of the team. And he's one of the good special teamers, so I think it's good we keep him. And then Farrell Brown, you know, is good in pass blocking, and then he he catches balls and he runs over people. So you need some of those guys like that that are dogs like that. They ain't afraid to hit. They like to hit people too. So that that's uh, another thing that uh. That's good about that. Um, two, you know, hopefully, you know, we got a little bit of caps, a little bit of cap money now, but I mean, it's still not enough. We still gotta try to get rid of some other guys. They cut Nick Martin and Duke Johnson, 
Uh, Nick Martin was not very good. He was serviceable, but he was never uh, – I think they were paying him like top five center money, and he was not the top five center because he got he got pushed around a lot and he got knocked off his, off his blocks a lot and cost us a couple games with that bad snap against the Colts right at the goal line. Um, he was just a Bill O'Brien guy, and Bill O'Brien pays Bill, o- Bill O'Brien pays the guys he likes. Um, to Duke Johnson, I think didn't get wasn't utilized pr- properly in the in the offense. Um, you you, you uh, sent the Cleveland Browns a third round pick, and you just really really didn't get much out of him. Um, to you know, I think. Um, they're gonna. They want to keep David Johnson, but only if he restructure his deal. And I think he will, just because he knows this might be his last shot. So I mean, he show flashes, but again, with an offensive line that that didn't, didn't help with the run game very well. Well, obviously, because we didn't have a good offensive line coach. Finally, Mike Devlin was fired, or he was let go, and now we have a decent offensive line coach that can coach these guys up and help 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 them with the run game and then help develop guys like Charlie Heck. Um, if we bring in any rookies, you know, he can help the rookies develop like he did in green Bay and like he did with the chargers. He didn't have a very good offensive line, but you know, he did the best he could what he had. And, uh, he was with green Bay for a long time and he had a few, quite a few pro rollers over there. So he does, he is a good coach. So I think it's an upside for us. So, you know, We'll have to wait and see. Free agency is coming up soon. I think in like in two weeks, I believe, like a week or two weeks, and uh, that's one of the most exciting times of the year. You know, we don't have a lot of cap space, but we'll see what they'll do. They'll probably do little cheap deals here and there. We'll see what Nick Casario can do. I think we're going to do a lot of the damage, a lot of the building in the draft, even though we have limited limited draft capital. But Nick Casario, I think, is a very good evaluator of talent. So we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. Um, and then, two, I think some of the – I wanted to do – give you some you guys some 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 guys that I was looking at think we can get in the draft. And, you know, starting with starting with running back, you know, this guy, I like him. He's um, from Oklahoma State. Uh, his name is uh, Chubba Herbert. He's six foot. 208. His stats for 2020 he had 133 attempts with 625 yards, five touchdowns, and he had like 4.7 average per carry. So, and then you know he is one of those type of guys that can he can fit in the in the zone base blocking scheme, just depending on what scheme we're gonna run. I don't know what we're gonna do. Um, but he's a patient, confident runner that runs well behind his pads. Keeps low low uh, gravity, uh, low center of gravity. He has one cut and accelerate runner, uh, accurate, accurate, uh, vision and athleticism. Take advantage of small spaces. Uh, let's see what else. What else? What else? He only thing is only bad thing about him is though he's not very good in the pass game. He's not very known. He's not known for catching the ball like a receiver and he's not very good at um um pass protection but you know that's why you have um david johnson david johnson is good in pass pass protecting blocking and uh he can catch the ball so you could probably use herbert as as a as your you know running back that they can 
get you the yards. David Johnson can do the same, but David Johnson is a little bit more uh, versatile, though he can catch the ball like a receiver. So that's one guy that you can go take a look at. He's pretty good. I think he was, he was a pretty good guy. And then the defense, I want to go heavy defense because I feel like that's where the biggest holes are in the defense, and then you have to get the right guys for the Tampa 2 scheme. One of the guys I like is he's one of my favorites, but I don't know if he'll be there in the third round. And his name is Jay Tufele, and he's 6'3", 315. He's from USC, defensive tackle. Um, he is typically a three-tech, and that's and the three-tech is what we need, especially in this scheme, somebody that can, that can stop the run. But he also has pass rush ability where he's quick enough and fast enough to hit the holes and, and get, to, get to the quarterback. And he's he's just a, a phenomenal prospect in my eyes. I mean, he's just one of those guys can beat single high blocks. Uh, he can disrupt. He's, di- he's disruptive. He can play in any scheme. I mean, you can play him at D tackle, or you can even play him at D end. I mean, but I think he'd be he'd be more comfortable playing D tackle. And he's just one of those guys that just. I mean, you have to go check him out. And just go bring up the highlights or the or the. Film film breakdowns on Jay Tufele. He's one of he's one of my favorite prospects in the whole draft. Hopefully, we can get him in the third round. Uh, another guy I like is um, corners because we need corners. And um, the one guy I like is Paulson Adibo from Stanford. He's six one, one ninety two, and his stats. He opted out for twenty twenty because he was getting ready for the draft. But in 2019, he had 33 total tackles, 23 solo, 10 assisted, and four interceptions. And he's like a ball hawk. He he looks for the ball. He he turns his head around. He has he has a quick uh, quick feet. He has um he has good separation in uh, d- during the route during the routes. Um, he has ability to. He has flexibility. He he can open up on the run in open field. He has a size and cover speed separation top of the routes. He has a IQ. He can also play. He thrives in in, in the in the zone schemes. The lovey runs. So that's something we need because you need guys that that have bursts of speed. They can they can catch up speed and and um and zone schemes. And he pretty much can play any scheme. And he can play he can play press man as well. So that's that's a plus with him, and I think we can take him and we can get him in the third or fourth round. So that's one of the guys I'm looking out for too. Uh, another guy that I'm looking at is um, is um, oh yes, um, Drake Jans- Drake Jackson from Kentucky. He's an offensive center, and yeah, he played at Kentucky. He didn't play against high competition. Like Alabama or anything like that, or Ohio State or anything like that. Um, but he, he at, the, at the Senior Bowl, he played against some of the top defensive linemen and and the prospects in the draft, like a Marvin Wilson, like a Jonathan Cooper, like a, a Jay Tufele. Like he played against a lot of good competition, and he he was holding his own and. He's very nasty, and he can he finishes off he finishes off his blocks unlike Nick Martin. So it'd be a complete upgrade for from from Nick Martin. 
Um, another guy that I like is um, a linebacker is um, is Chaz uh, Surratt, and he's from North Carolina, and he's he's a linebacker. He's uh, 6'2", 225. His stats in 2020 were 49 solo tackle, six sacks, one forced fumble, and one interception. And this guy, man, can help you in the run game. He can help you in the pass game. He can cover tight ends. He has his speed. He he, he hits the hole so quickly. He's, he, he'll, he can help in the run game, like I said. He, he, can, he can help in, um, in the pass game as well. Um, but yeah, he's one of the other guys I like too. His, his name is Chaz Surratt from North Carolina. Y'all go check him out. Another one I like is, um, oh yeah, is, um, Paris Ford and he's from Pittsburgh. He's a safety. He's capable. He's capable. He can play in, the, he can play his slot. He can play deep safety. He can play both in cover one scheme and, and, and cover two schemes like the Tampa two. Um, he can work in the middle of the field as a robber. He can play the two safe, the two high safety. He used to play corner, so he can be like a corner slot too if you need him to, or he can just be the big hitter in the in the box. And he hit he's he hits very well. He tackles very well, and he can, and he's a thumper. He can hit and. Uh, his stats for 2020, he had 41 uh, total tackles, 30 solo tackles, 11 assisted, 3 interceptions, and, and 3 uh, pass breakups. So that was that was pretty good. I mean, he's, he's pretty good. He's he's a little a little lanky, but I think he put some size on him. But he he's one of the, he's one of my top my top safeties. I like, and he and two he, he can fit the the Tampa two scheme that we need. This is the whole the whole thing of it. I, I think we need to get guys that fit this scheme so it can work. So we can give if Deshaun stays, if we can give him a better defense where he can do what he did last year and score thirty some points with the guys we have and add some pieces. Obviously, if we can, but it's mainly to fix the defense to help him win some more games. I mean, the guy won us four games, but we lost I think eight games. Probably, I think seven points or less. So we can win some more games with a better defense. So I think we fixed the, the defense in the draft. We'll be fine. Another guy I like is uh, Keith Taylor from um, Washington. Uh, he's 6'3", 195. Um, his stats for 2020, he had nine total tackles, seven solo, two assists, and, and one pass breakup um he he can play a little bit he's a little bit more versatile he can play in like in a, he, since he's a little bit bigger he can play in sub packages as a linebacker he can play outside corner he can play nickel he can play the third safety he can be a blitzing corner as well and also too, he fits the cover the tampa cover too but only thing with him is he fits the he can fit well in the zone press but he's he doesn't have he's not as fast as as a uh, Paulson uh, Adebo, but I think he he he's very a very good prospect as well because he's big and he he's uh, like a ball hawk kind of. He didn't get as much interceptions as Adebo, but he's pretty he's pretty good too because I like him because he he fits the scheme. That's that's uh, the main thing I'm going to be focused 
telling you about is he needs to fit they need to fit the scheme and this this is the perfect thing to fit the scheme um another guy i like is uh trey dean he's from florida he's also a safety he's a little bit very 6'3 200 pounds uh his stats were for 2020 he had 28 total tackles 17 solo tackles 11 assisted one sack one forced fumble and one interception and he can play man and he can play zone scheme. He's just he's more of a a box safety to me where he's the guy that's the hitter. Like he can be like the John Lynch, like when the back in the in the Tampa days where John Lynch was the guy that when you go in the middle of the field, you're gonna get knocked out because that's he was the one that was doing the, the hitting. So that's why I like him a lot. He's he's you go check him out too. He's uh Trey Dean from Florida. Um other guys I like, um, that was another guy I like too. He was, he's pretty good. Um, Tony Fields, he's from West Virginia. He's 6'1", 220. Um, then his 2020 stats, he had 34 solo tackles, one sack, one interception. Um, he could pay the mic for you. He has a lot of athleticism. He's rangy in the middle of the field. Uh, he's also a, a good tackler. Um, he 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 always he can, and like I say he can help in the run he can help in the run game. He can help. He's I don't know how I don't know how good he is in the pass game, but I think he's really really good in in the run game. But see, we need a guy that can play in the can play the pass game and the run game. And I think that's why I told you earlier about um, Chaz Surratt because he's he, he fits that mold where he can do both. And that's what we need because McKinney's a liability and coverage in the past. Like you've seen, he's gotten beat by running backs and by tight ends. So we need somebody that can cover a, a, a tight end who can cover a running back. So, But Tony Fields, yeah, he's, he's pretty good. I think he needs some more developing, but he's – He's pretty good what I saw on, on tape. Um on that man, you know, it's 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 that time of the year where it's the 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 well, we don't have the combine this year, obviously, but pro days are coming up. I know the Texans have been to a couple of pro days so far. They also did a, uh, another guy that I like too is True Williams from uh Syracuse. He's a corner as well, and I think the Texans met with him uh via Zoom. Um and he's another guy I like too that could fit maybe the Tampa too. He's a real, real big guy, real about six two, six three. Uh, has decent speed, can fit the the zone scheme like we need in the Tampa too. Uh, and we'll just have to wait and see, man. See what they do in the draft, man. See if they draft all defense or they they get a running back in there and they get offensive offensive center or an offensive guard, maybe another receiver. Um, just see what they do in the draft. See if Casario trades up, trades down. We do trade Deshaun. See what what kind of picks we have. Um, it's just going to be an exciting time. I mean, just hopefully we don't trade Deshaun. But again, we'll have to wait and see about that. But all right, guys, that's all I got. Y'all have a good night.